This podcast is a part of Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org. Hi guys, welcome back to our second episode of Inside 1801. Um, I am one of your co-hosts, Alex Blumenthal, and I am here with... Maya, I'm your other co-host, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about advice from a senior and things we wish we knew sooner. So, obviously, Alex and I will be here today. Um, I'll be answering some questions, and Alex is going to kind of facilitate the conversation today um, as a (laughs) non-senior, but we do have two very special guests with us today, also seniors at the University of South Carolina. Jenna Wilson and Athena Lighty. Um, so we're going to give them a moment to introduce themselves. Hello, my name is Jenna Wilson. I am currently a senior middle level education major with an emphasis in math and social studies. A little bit about what I'm involved in on campus. I'm a university ambassador, which means I'm a tour guide of this university. I'm also a teaching fellow in the College of Education, and I was a capstone scholar my first two years here. Right now, I serve as the director of the Carolina Closet within student government um, that all operates out of the Gamecock Community Shop down in the Carolina Coliseum. Hi everyone, my name is Athena Lighty. I am currently a senior information science major from here in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, A little (laughs) bit about my involvement. I'm a member of the Association of African American Students, Black and Abroad Gamecocks, Order of Omega Greek Honor Society, and Omicron Delta Kappa National Leadership Honor Society. Um, My current leadership positions, I'm currently the chapter president of my sorority, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, and um, president of the Black Capstone Caucus, an organization I co-founded the spring semester of my sophomore year. Um, I'm also a mentor within the Multicultural Assistance Peer Program for the past three years, a mentor for Black and Abroad Gamecocks, community service chair for the National Panhellenic Council, also known as MPAC, and community service ambassador for the Leadership and Service Center, among other responsibilities on campus. So you're very busy, got it. (laughs) (laughs) And we are just so excited to have you guys here with us today um, to just kind of give us some different perspectives on campus. I think that's kind of what we wanted to do with this podcast is really be represented of this campus Um, so yeah I guess we can start with our first question is and we can kind of just like do it as a panel um, starting with Jenna is what is your why USC so growing up I'm gonna be honest I was an Auburn Tiger which is uh, cringy to say now Um, but um, I as I was kind of looking for colleges I kind of checked myself and realized that I needed to look for a college um, that was gonna prepare me for the life that I wanted to live and for the life story that I wanted to have And so I kind of changed my mindset to be looking for a college that prepared me to be a great teacher, um, which is what I see myself doing. And so when I came to USC, I was just kind of blown away by the community and the people here. Um, But the College of Education kind of sealed the deal for me, if I'm honest. Um, They promised me I'd be in the classroom earlier than any other school I toured promised me. And so I was like, okay, so USC values outside of the classroom experience. They want me to actually know what I'm going to do before I ever teach. And so that really spoke volumes for me. Um, that's how I ended up here. Never once regretted it. Um, truly a super special place to be. Um, me, personally, I always make the joke that I came to USC because they gave me the most money. <laughs> but um, to be quite honest, I'm a first-generation college student, so nobody really told me, like, 
oh, you have to do this, that, and the third. My college experience has really been my own. So my junior year of high school, my school counselor, she sent me an opportunity um, offered by most, which is the multicultural outreach student team under the department, not department, but under undergraduate admissions. And so it's this program called Summer Seniors that happens every year during the summer for rising senior high school students well, high scholastic achievement black students specifically, trying to get them more in touch, like what does a campus, college campus look like? So me along like 75 other black high achieving students spent four days here at USC and I kind of fell in love with the campus. I did want to go to Duke originally, but like I said, the financial package, I love my check back every semester. I'm going to miss it when I graduate. So that's really my why USC. The community I built while in summer seniors just allowed me to be the person I am today here. For sure. Yeah, so I'm an out-of-state student. I'm from North Carolina, and for me, USC was a school that was mildly on my radar, I would say. I was looking at Southeastern Conference schools, I think, because I just loved the school spirit that they brought, um, how many people would come out for every single event. Like, you could just see the school spirit, like, walking around, too. It was so different than some of the other schools that I toured, and I know for me, I really wanted a school with strong internship opportunities opportunities, hands-on learning experiences, professors that truly cared, um, and then just a lot to do in the community as well. I think I wanted that in the classroom experience and then those beyond the classroom experiences as well. And Columbia, South Carolina has a lot to do. Um, they've got everything from Soda City going on here to large football games to even musical performances at the Coger Center with traveling Broadway shows. Um, and then you have performances from artists coming as well such as Darius Rucker so <laughs> couldn't pass it up um, and it's definitely been one of the best decisions I've ever made I would say. Yeah for sure um, I think all of your YUSCs are so unique and special and um, really helped to make the campus such like a special place for all students I think. Um, so kind of on to our next question what is what has been the best part of your time at USC? And we can start with you Maya. Um, I would definitely say coming out of post-COVID that I remember the first day that we were back in in-person classes. I just remember being on campus and seeing 20 to 30 to 50 people that I've mm -hmm. met over the years. And I think it made me realize just how much I'd missed that sense of connection and also made me realize at the same time how many relationships mm -hmm. that I had built over my two years here, like even with one of those years being virtual. Um, and I just remember like breaking down into tears like when I got back <laughs> to my residence hall because I was just like wow mm -hmm. I can't believe how much I missed that um, and I think because of that experience like I just made junior year the best that it possibly mm -hmm. could be you know with running for student body vice president I did a lot of things that really pushed me out of my comfort zone like if you'd asked me at the beginning of junior year I would have said oh my gosh that's not I'm not doing that <laughs> but then like something kind of lit a fire in me and I was like you know what I want to do that and it was just something that was really uncomfortable for me that I pushed myself into doing and then beyond that we had you know some it was almost like making up for a year's worth of lost mm -hmm. opportunities in one semester from the snow day winning the women's basketball national championship storming the fountain Darius Rucker coming mm -hmm. I mean the memories that were made um second semester of last year were unparalleled <laughs> <laughs> Maya you gave me chills that was so great congratulations <laughs> 
Um, for me, the best part of my time here at USC is really the relationships I've made mm-hmm. in yes. college. Yeah. I didn't real like the phrase people say you make your lifelong friends in college is mm-hmm. so true. I have friends that I've made my freshman year, sophomore year, junior year, and even now, like I'm still making friends, fostering those relationships that are important to me. And without my support system, I would be nothing. The involvement I have right now would be nothing mm-hmm. without the people I've met mm-hmm. along my way here at USC. And I'm greatly appreciated for my friends, the people I've met throughout my collegiate journey, mm-hmm. and the ones that I haven't met yet, but mm-hmm. we'll see in the future. Yes. I could not agree more with that <laughs> statement. And I think it's important to note, too, that, like, it didn't start like that. You know, yep. it was a four-year-long journey, at least for me, of, like, oh, making yeah. those relationships, joining those organizations, and you didn't realize, like, at the time, freshman year, now looking back, you're like, wow, that yeah. all those stepping stones kind of led up to these lifelong friends I'm going to have forever. Yes. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, my favorite USC memory actually did not happen here in Columbia. Um, last December, I um, came home for Christmas, and I told my whole family that I was buying tickets to fly to Minneapolis to watch our women's basketball team um, if they ended up in the Final Four. And at this time, we had maybe played, you know, six games, and everyone was <laughs> like, uh, I think you're kind of uh, jumping a little too far ahead. And I was like, no, like, it's going to happen. I'm going. Um, and so one of my best friends and I, we got on a plane the day of the Final Four. Um, luckily, we, we obviously made it all the way there so far um (laughs) and we start flying to minneapolis and the best part about this was the whole flight up there was all garnet and black and i think it was the first time during my experience here that i realized that like that phrase of you are a gamecock forever like that was so in fruition that trip um we got up there and of course we get in our seats and we're right beside um our opposing teens fans and they're like um what happens if y'all lose today and I'm like I'm not speaking that into existence like we're not <laughs> we're not getting there and of course you know two days later we win the national championship and it is like the coolest moment ever I will say I had a little bit of FOMO watching everybody jump into the Thomas Cooper fountain but I got over that quickly um <laughs> but it was, really was just such a cool like unifying moment And then to top it all off, getting back on the plane after um, a great weekend, the airline like announced congratulations to the Gamecocks. And it was, again, a flight full of Garden (laughs) and Black. And I'm like, this place um, really does impact people way beyond what you could ever think of. So definitely my favorite. Yes, for sure. Okay, guys, I have to ask, what is your favorite way to spend the day in Columbia? For all of the freshmen or like the sophomores Mm -hmm. out there, what is your favorite thing to do in Columbia? And we can start with you, Athena. Okay, so I'm a little biased because I'm from Columbia. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. So. That means you're going to be an expert at <laughs> yeah. this. Very true. I, family is very important to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll, throughout the week, like Monday through Friday, I'd be going crazy. Like all my student <laughs> organization commitments, mm-hmm. my own personal life, mm-hmm. my scholastic, like everything mm-hmm. I have to keep up school-wise. Really the weekend is for me to like, relax and reset Mm -hmm. so one of my favorite like Saturday things that kind of make it a tradition with me my mother and my younger two sisters is Saturday mornings we would go to Soda City Mm -hmm. like we'll go out and eat Mm -hmm. shop (laughs) we have a specific like we'll go and get arepas from the arepa stand on Soda City (laughs) and then we'll hop over to our candle lady that's down there (laughs) and then we'll go get a bouquet of flowers like I just love Soda Mm -hmm. City so much 
and then we'll probably go out to eat somewhere in the general like downtown vicinity if we're not feeling adventurous we might go back over to northeast columbia get something to eat but typically we stay downtown because unless my mom was going to pay for my gas but um i think a good end of our time together we do a walk on the river walk or we'll just sit outside and watch the sunset, especially during this time when the sun sets so early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like by 4.30, 5 o'clock, you're just warm and warm clothing, just <laughs> looking at the sunset, just embracing each other's company. I just love it so much. No, I think Columbia has some of like the prettiest sunsets. Like, mm-hmm. have you guys ever like sat on top of Horizon Garage and like just like watched the sunset mm-hmm. and just like yes. looked over Columbia? It's just so surreal. Alex, Even you literally stole what I would do on my no. favorite day. Uh, I, said, <laughs> I would say uh, sunsets on Horizon like are something that you just cannot replace like anywhere else. Like that would be the perfect end of my day. Um, like. I don't know. I always eat Moe's on the Horizon Garage. Um, so it's just a great, a good closing day for sure. Yeah. I mean, you can't really beat Saturday in South Carolina in the fall. <laughs> those are some of my favorite days. That's kind of a basic answer. I would say my other answer would be those impromptu days yes. where you just text your friends and you have no plans going into that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, what are you doing today? And then you end up bouncing around to different shops. You maybe yep. go get dinner, go to Soda City, like walk the river walk. Those days are some of my favorites too. Just exploring different parts of Columbia where you go five miles down the road <laughs> and you're like, I had no idea this was here. Mm-hmm. Like so the true. other day we had a sisterhood retreat at a drive-in movie 40 minutes away. So Aww. just like something a little different that mm-hmm. um, is in the area. I think there's just so much to explore because we are in kind of this hub of so many different mm. things being surrounding. Yeah, so yeah. Columbia and Columbia is in just like such a good location with like, oh, yeah. just like we have, we just have so much, I, I think. Know. And um, also, end of my day after the sunset, I have to eat ice cream. Like, probably Rosewood Dairy Bar, if I'm honest. Okay. Like, one of those really <laughs> high swirled soft serve ice cream. Um, if you haven't tried it, go try it. Um, but definitely <laughs> has to end with ice cream for the day. <laughs> Alrighty, so kind of transitioning. Um, I think college is like a great opportunity for growth and just, I yeah, just really like just growing um, as a person, as a student. Um, how do you guys think you've grown while at USC? And we can start with you, Jenna. Yeah, um, being a university ambassador and giving tours to prospective students, um, I think it's really refreshing um, to see like USC through. Um, perspective students eyes like every day um, in the everyday little things of college sometimes little things can get frustrating or you can get annoyed um, but being able to see the campus like through the fresh eyes of someone seeing USC for the first time is extremely fulfilling um, but through that program I've had to learn how to talk to any and everyone <laughs> that walks into the visitor center door um, and I think learning how to communicate to parents um, about something that is a huge decision for a family um, or guardians, whoever comes with a student, um, and kind of learning how to express to these guardians that bring their kids, kind of being like, how can we make this place home for you? And as someone who wants to be a teacher, like understanding how to talk to parents and affirm parents that you're going to take good care of their kids um, is something that like I could never have learned in any inside of the classroom experience. Like I had to be um, kind of doing that in real life, in real time um, with those parents that come and visit um, USC. For sure. For me, growing wise, I just 
I've always been a leader, but in different capacities. Mm -hmm. So I was a mentee within the Multicultural Assistance Peer Program my freshman year, and now I'm I'm a mentor Mm -hmm. for the past three years. And for the last two years, so my sophomore and junior year, I was also coordinator of that program. So really, me as an individual, Mm -hmm. I like to pour into others just Mm -hmm. as people have poured into me. So making sure others have that opportunity for leadership, for involvement, to actually Mm -hmm. be themselves here at the University of South Carolina is very important to me. And that's just how, not necessarily I've grown, but evolved within my leadership. Um, I was shy, (laughs) which I always think is weird to say. Like, I was Mm -hmm. very, very nervous about making friends. I'll be really honest. Um, that was something, like, in high school, people had always said, like, oh, high school is some of the best four years of your life, and I didn't have that experience, so I felt this immense pressure that college now needed to be the best four years of my life, and some, like, strong advice that I got from Dr. Anna Edwards, um, she was presenting at Pillars, and she said, Mm -hmm. there's no such thing as the best four years of your life, it's the next four years of your life, and it's Mm -hmm. what you make of them, and I really wish someone had told me that sooner because Mm -hmm. I think when I was coming in I was so shy and nervous because I wanted to have this great experience but I just didn't know how I got involved in a bunch of organizations Mm -hmm. I made a lot of friends but I think I was expecting everything to just fall in place at once and it didn't it took a couple years before I really found who I was Mm -hmm. and was comfortable in being myself but I think that's one of the best ways that I've grown I didn't feel as much like I needed to fit a mold Mm -hmm. it was more that I now accept you know who I am and find groups that accept me and kind of welcome me with Mm -hmm. open arms so I've also been able to like Jenna said talk to groups of people I hated public (laughs) speaking and now that's basically all I do is public (laughs) speaking and even on tours like Mm -hmm. parents are shocked to hear that one of my least favorite classes was public speaking but I think it's one of those things because those that freshman year I was just put so much pressure on myself that come down the line I was like there's no reason for the pressure and I felt kind of a wave of relief and comfortability Mm -hmm. and that comfortability allowed me to grow into the best version of myself be comfortable with who I am comfortable with making mistakes comfortable trying Mm -hmm. new things and that really allowed me to just grow and develop into a person that I'm very proud of um, Mm -hmm. who's established I think all of those are very three are three very important stories um, and three different unique perspectives. So I think <laughs> it's just really cool. Um, but another kind of t- transition or pivot, if you could go back, kind of like going back into the advice vein, if mm-hmm. you could go back, is there anything that you would change or make different about your college experiences? Mm-hmm. And we can start with you, Maya. <laughs> I would say just, again, like being myself sooner and realizing that it wasn't like high school where I had yeah. to fit a mold that was already set before me. It was I could be whoever I wanted to be no matter what. And there was going to yeah. be people at this university that were there for me, you know, like you get really stuck on like, oh, my residence hall. These are my circle of people. But there are still. 35,000 <laughs> students basically yeah. um, at this university, 27,000 undergraduate students. So yeah. there's so many people to get to know, make friends with, um, and you're definitely going to find your people. I do believe that things yeah. happen for a reason. If, you know, people come in and then not everyone's meant to stay, but you learn some great lessons. So I think I would change that, just kind of 
being who I was sooner and not feeling so worried about, you know, was I mm-hmm. going to fit in? Because there's no such thing as fitting in in college. It's only right. being yourself. Um, and then I would probably also say that this is a little, just a personal thing. I would have gone back and lived in Capstone. I always say that's my <laughs> one regret. <laughs> I chose Patterson for the windows, but I would go back and live in Capstone for the community. Yeah. <laughs> Good, not, for the elevators, <laughs> not, not for the elevators, though. Not for the elevators. Very true, very true. Um, if I could go back, well, I wouldn't change anything because I just, I'm content with how yeah. everything has came about in mm-hmm. my life so far here at USC but one area of emphasis I will say is sophomore year you do not have to get involved in everything <laughs> that <laughs> you is don't. so true, <laughs> true. literally my sophomore year I was going through a membership intake for my sorority. I was <laughs> starting a student organization. I was on two or three exec boards. What is sophomore year? What is it? I was yeah. an intern <laughs> with the Office of Multicultural Student Affairs and serving in the capacity of coordinator. Like, I had a lot going on, and I got mm-hmm. very, very burnt out, and it affected my grades badly. Mm-hmm. I bounced back from it, but I actually did lose my Palmetto Fellows, for those of y'all who don't know what that is. That's, like, the highest state scholarship oh, you wow. can get from the state of South Carolina. Mm. I lost $10,000. <laughs> because of miscommunication wow. with my grades and stuff. So just emphasis, mm-hmm. like, do do what you want. Mm-hmm. Your experience is your own, but you don't have to feel like you have to do everything during a certain time. Yeah. Because these organizations are going to come to you. They're always going to be here. Like, you don't have to rush into any involvement. Mm-hmm. It's on your pace. This is your college experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely relate to that as, like, a current <laughs> as sophomore. As a <laughs> um, I feel like I've definitely overcommitted myself <laughs> in certain areas, and it's just, like, just like you said, like, it's okay not to do everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, get a, we get excited. We're we like, do. oh, yeah. I can do this, and I can uh-huh. do this, and then. Yeah. It's like you don't want to be in that sophomore slump that everyone talks about, right. so, like, mm-hmm. you overcompensate. Yes. No. Correct. <laughs> and then also, it's different for us, too, because our sophomore year, it was COVID. Uh-huh. Right. So maybe that's another thing we were overcompensating from being virtual or, like, that yeah. weird spot where we were virtual, but we were still in person, too. Yeah. We were well, like, okay, let's be involved with something, so that gets me... Out of the out house. Of the house. <laughs> that's exactly why like, yeah. I joined so many things sophomore mm-hmm. year because I was so tired of, I did my homework in the sorority <laughs> house. I ate there. I slept there. I was like, let me out. Yeah. So I just like loved those organization mm-hmm. meetings because that was one of the few things for some of them that stayed in person. But a lot of them were also virtual. So it was really easy for me to go to meetings yeah. when I didn't <laughs> actually have to commute anywhere. <laughs> and then true. commute time got added back. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize this was going to take mm-hmm. like two hours out of my day <laughs> to get around places. Yeah, I think like for me. I kind of am on the train of like I wouldn't change anything but one thing I wish I had like again been reminded of sooner is like it's okay to have friendships only for a season like Mm -hmm. I think my freshman year especially we all know COVID hit like during spring break and I think like I went home with this panic of like oh my goodness like well I'm not gonna be friends with those people ever again like Mm -hmm. the year's over like I didn't get the friendships that I thought I'd have and I just kind of had this like panic moment um and then when I got back sophomore year everything was different I didn't live with the same people I didn't live on campus anymore um everything was virtual like we've been saying and it was so hard for me to be like but I want I thought we were gonna be best friends forever Mm -hmm. with these people you met walking down green street one day (laughs) and and then i just had to be like no like it's okay um to value them for when they were there in your life um but it's also okay to be like you know what 
we're okay growing kind of away from each other too. Um, and that's something that's hard to come to terms with in college. Um, cause like in high school, you're like all stuck in the same city, yeah. like really close proximity for the most time. Um, and so college just kind of like reinforces that, but I think yeah. it makes space too for those mm-hmm. people that are meant to enter and like yes. not everyone's meant to enter and stay. Some people mm-hmm. are, are coming in for a season, like we said, yeah. so mm-hmm. that's a good, good note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, we have one final question. Um, And I know kind of this entire episode has been like things I wish I knew sooner, advice Mm -hmm. that you guys, because you all are seniors. Um, But to ask the question, what advice do you have for current students? And we can start with you, Athena. (laughs) My one phrase of advice, do it. If you want to do it, do it. Mm -hmm. Just going out and doing stuff has been what's made me the person I am here Mm -hmm. in my life. And especially here at USC, literally, I saw opportunity to study abroad in Barcelona this past summer. I said, mm-hmm. $500? Oh, I'm going to get that back. I put the deposit <laughs> down. I contacted the professors. They said, you're in the class. Spent 30 day, 28, 30 20, days yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Barcelona, Spain to this day, even though we've been back for a couple months. <laughs> to this day, that is still my favorite experience mm-hmm. yes. ever. Um, started my own organization, literally contacted the LSC saying, how do I get this started? I had the support of the Capstone Scholars Office. You never know until you just do it. Wow. You should be sponsored by Nike. <laughs> 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 I like it. That's good. Um, my piece of advice is to enjoy the little moments and, like, partake in the little moments. Like, go to Sonic at 1 a.m. Like, just go do it. Um, try to walk through the Sonic drive through even when they get mad at you for trying. <laughs> like, just try it. Um, if you see the sprinklers on in the horseshoe, like, just go run through them. Like, just do those little moments. Um, another one is, like, plan the trip. Like, go do something. Mm. Um, the joke of, like, get it out of the group chat. Like, if you say you're going to do it, like, really go experience it. Yeah. Um, and kind of a little more for, like, specifically upperclassmen. But, like, find a freshman that you can just like really love on and really like inspire to like live four years here at a place that's special to you like find that freshman like I was saying earlier that you can watch fall in love with USC all over again um Mm -hmm. during that senior year because it really is super special to see it like all new fresh eyes one more time yeah that's so sweet I would say (laughs) Remember that your experience is your experience. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as a comparison. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, don't ever feel like you're doing too much, you're not doing enough. Like, what makes you happy makes you happy. You know, Mm -hmm. find those things that you want to make time for. My biggest, like, slogan that I always say in life is people make time for what's important to them. And, you know, find those things. If there's areas in your life where you're just making excuses to not go it might just be you telling yourself like this isn't what I want to do this Mm -hmm. isn't as important to me you know and find what is because like there's no such thing as um like Jenna's experience being my experience everyone's experience is going to be a look a little bit different and there's no such thing as a bad or wrong experience Mm -hmm. just different um so don't ever look at someone else and kind of say oh I didn't have this 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 experience my college experience must not have been good that's Mm -hmm. not true at all you know everybody just looks a little bit different in what they're going through so make the most of what they said those little moments um Mm -hmm. live in the moment as much as you can awesome and just to add on to what you were saying usc is not the perfect school it's Mm -hmm. not so if you want to change something to make your experience unique in its Mm -hmm. own too, do it if you see something going on speak on it Mm mm-hmm 
like be yourself yeah that's really authenticity mm-hmm. within yourself is how you will be successful not only at USC but just in your life in general yeah, that's so true like so. if you if you really do feel like oh I should do this like mm-hmm. just do it even if like everybody else around you is like no like just go with what's going like no like if you have that passion and that drive to like make something different go do it just do it Nike, if Nike. you're listening to this, <laughs> we would love a sponsorship. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just wanted to thank um, you guys today, Athena and Jenna, for coming on and talking and sharing your stories. Um, we really loved having you guys on here. And, like, we're just it was just so much fun to just hear what all you guys had to say. Yeah, love and, um, yeah, we love y'all. And um, <laughs> also, if y'all ever need anything, to whoever's listening to this, y'all can always reach out to us. Um, yes, um, you can always just, I don't know how you can reach us, but find us, um, reach <laughs> out. Um, I'm happy to, I don't know, chat about anything if you just need somebody to talk you through what's going on. That's what we're here for. So. I'm literally everywhere. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> all the time. So if you just see me, yeah, I'm literally here. Yeah. Just spark up a conversation. I will just here yes well i just wanted to thank you guys all for listening to this second episode um and we're excited for you to listen to future episodes